Y'all see me messing with this microphone. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Muzzle is Off podcast, where I am your host, Nikia Monet. Hope y'all feeling all right tonight. I'm feeling pretty good. I can't complain. I could, but who the hell wants to hear it anyway, right? Right. So tonight we got my sis with me. We got my sis, Kay Brown. Hey, Kay. Hey, 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 hey. Come, look, voice, <clears throat> voice is coming. It's coming through. It's coming through a little bit, yeah. Listen, okay? So... Y'all know we're only going to be on here for an hour. I've been real good with my time as of lately. You know, before, two 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 seasons ago, we used to be on here two hours and stuff. And I've been really good with keeping time down to an hour. So tonight we're going to be on here for an hour. We got my sis, Kay Brown. Anybody want to join in? All you got to do is inbox me and I'll send you the link. Because we're going to be talking about uh, this whole situation with uh, Tiffany Haddish, Aerie Spears, What's going on with that? What happened with that? Uh, what's being said? What's being spoken? And um, I really want to deal with uh, some of this level of outrage that I've been seeing on uh, social media about it, because some of y'all, I'm convinced y'all that y'all didn't really watch that video. And um, or if you watched it, you saw a piece of it and didn't see the entire video all the way through to the end. So that's what we're going to get into tonight, um, because. I definitely watched the whole entire video. I had to search on Twitter for the video. Let me be honest. I had to really search. I am not sending it out to anyone. I will not even play that video um, live on the podcast for the simple fact that it'll be flagged and then they're going to shut me down and we ain't got time to be shut down um, over a video from like, I don't know, 2014, 2007, somewhere like that. So if you have not seen the video and you would like to see it, all you need to do is search Twitter um, under hashtag Aerie Spears and it will come up, but you have to really search. You have to really look for it because there is a link out there uh, for the video. Um, if you have, uh, we're going to get into, I guess, like summarizing the video uh, because for the most part, 
the video was a public service announcement with regards to molestation, rape, uh, and it depicted a black family, right? Uh, and what you see in the video is you see Tiffany Haddish playing the mother of a young boy and her being the mother of this young boy she wants to go out she wants to live her life she wants to do certain things and she's asking a uncle of hers can you please watch my son while i go do this can you please watch my son while i go do that and in each instance of her asking this uncle whom she trusts to watch her son he's doing something to the son right we don't see in the video exactly what he's doing but there are a lot of uh sexual um innuendos in the video to uh, lead you into what's actually happening, right? There's one scene in the video where it's it's looking like as if the, the way the video is, he's squirting uh, baby oil um, on the boy um, in, a, in a very sexual manner. Um, in another part of the video, uh, she is asking her to watch him while the little boy is taking a bath. And you can see in the video where he literally jumps into the tub, fully clothed while this little boy is in the tub. Um, there are other parts of the video where it's like, as if he has holes cut out of a, uh, newspaper, how he's watching the little boy play in a very sexually suggestive way. And all throughout the video, you can see that they're talking about the mind of a pedophile. Cause that's what it's called. You know, we could say pedophile. They won't flag pedophile, but that's what it's called. It's, they're, they're literally discussing the mind and they're showing the mind of a pedophile, kind of like how a pedophile looks at a child in a longing way, because in pedophilia, um, in their mind, it is natural for them to view a child sexually, right? So that's what you see in the video and all the way at the end of the video, you see the, 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 the message go up that says, watch you have around your children that's what you see at the end of the video some of y'all didn't get that far i don't know how i don't know what video y'all watched but y'all didn't get that far and that's 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 between you and your uh your, your your video uh research abilities but i got that far in the video it was it was a very hard video to watch but what isn't hard to watch when you're dealing with pedophilia it's not going to be easy to watch uh y'all watch a lot of stuff on tv that's not easy to watch and you don't have that many complaints but we'll get into that okay go ahead give me a surmise so, um, you know, um, hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. Um, as we were talking, I was just uh, researching more. Um, something just came out an hour ago. Um, Airy Spears spoke out. So we have to see what that's really? about. Okay, yeah. sweet. All right, we got to go yeah, here. So we got to see. But because um, I couldn't figure out, was it another video that was made? Because how was this, you know, the girl is Jane Doe is um, suing as well. And um, number one, no disrespect to them or taken away from them. But um, as a filmmaker, I can just tell you about the magic of editing. A film is not shot in the way that it's presented to you. So I'm sure a camera, Aerie Spears was not glaring at the little boy. I'm sure that that was shot. They had him glaring they, they, and then, then when they edited it together, right? So who's really at fault? I mean, I don't know who wrote it. I don't know if it was, it was called the mind of a pedophile. I don't think anything called the mind of a pedophile um, is meant to be um, like a comedy skit. So I haven't really, like I said, hadn't heard him talk out about it. I know Tiffany says she can't talk out about it much. 
Um, one thing I did disagree with with her was her apologizing mm -hmm. um, and admitting a fault. I think that a lot of times people do that to please America, but you're never going to be able to please everybody, right? Um, these kids, uh, I mean, I was, as you were talking, so I found a part of the, uh, the lawsuit. They were saying that they um, are traumatized. They don't take pictures and videos because they're scared that weird adults are going to do things and that um, the young girl's mother and Tiffany Haddish met um, in 2013 when they were both getting divorced. They both had messy divorces and that um, the 14-year-old little girl at the time was invited over to do a skit. So I guess this one wasn't released and she was asked to make sexual moaning noises. Again, this is all alleged because I, you know, I haven't seen any footage of this and that um, she was uh, asked to eat a sub sandwich and simulate uh, oral sex. Can we say that? Mm -hmm. So um, I, I don't know where that one is. I haven't seen that one. Um, watching the other one is very hard to watch, but talking about it is even harder to talk about. Um, you know, if you have honest men talk, um, a lot of them will tell you that they have been um, molested, right? Um, mm -hmm. By an older male in their family. Um, it's a young man that I follow on TikTok and, um, you know, at first I was judging him. So, you know, I, I always take full responsibility because I was like, oh, he's like, but he said that he struggles with his sexuality because his brother was uh, having, you know, relations with him from, I think, age seven to like age 14. So he is feminine, you know, but he's found someone to marry. He found his white queen to marry um, and that he, um, you know, finally knows you know who he is as a person and that he likes to go get his nails and stuff done but he likes women you know what i mean mm -hmm. so but this has confused him and therapy helped him so uh after like hearing his story and things like that i'm like people don't talk about this enough and for this video to be flagged and taken down um and you think about things like we talked about um different strokes and then granted i know it was a different time frame it still was that was I think that was more comfortable to watch because we're more like used to it. We didn't talk about this type of culture in the seventies, right? In the eighties. So when I saw Arnold and Dudley in playing Tarzan in they draws for this white man in the camera, I was like, we were kids. I was like, what's going on here? But we need these constant reminders, right? Somebody has to make something new every couple of years because the kids that are alive today will not go back and watch different strokes. They will never see that. So how are we, how are we going to let them know about what's going on? I think part of my issue is Tiffany Haddish's statement. When you actually watch the video, now I don't know about the the video with, with the sister, right? Jane Doe, because that has not been displayed anywhere, that video. Um, but the video, as it relates to John Doe and what's going on in that video, you can't say that you intended to make it comedic. Now I can understand a comedic flair, right? So like kind of kind of like like how you said how they edited it with the um with the how he's glaring. Like it's not like a it's not a serious glare, right? But you understand what they're trying to insinuate with the glare. So and that's my so to Vanessa, what I will say is that if you watch the video in its in its entirety, it's not that they tried to make a comedy out of it. I think Tiffany Haddish probably should have had her statement edited by someone that is really a PR person that can actually make a real 
clear and, and, and decisive and definitive statement because her statement makes absolutely no sense when you actually watch the video. It was not comedic. It was literally, and I'm not even going to say that it was taken lightly, like taking a light flare to a situation, but it was them doing a skit in a way, and I don't know what it's called. Okay, you know what it's called in the um in the in the, in the whole skit world. But it was as if that it was them do, because you know they're both two comedians. But it was them doing a skit on something that's actually rather serious, but not making it like as serious for the person that's yeah. watching it. You know what so I'm saying? So basically, it's kind of like I mean Kevin Hart. Think about him. He has the whole comedy to uh, you know, laugh at my pain. Black people have always been known to make light of certain situations because we say that we laugh to keep from crying um it's a meme going around that was like um black people the only people that be like remember when ma hit you in the head with that frying pan when we was wild my ma, ma was wild like it's not funny that you got hit in the head with a frying pan it's actually very damaging your mother could have damaged your brain but you laugh to keep from crying so that's just what has always been a part of our um, our culture as a, as a black people. And I think um, what happens is if you think about it in the way that the mother allowed it, right? Mm -hmm. Now the, the sister is 22 years old and she has custody of the son. Yes. So what happened? Where's the mother? Did the mother and pass away? Right. It, but no, she didn't pass away. I'm sorry, because they said her name. They said the mother's name. Um, we, we, need to, we need to search that. She probably took all her social medias down. But they said the mother's name. So did you lose custody of your kids because you were selling them um, for things? Or, you know, um, you know, now all of a sudden you turn 22. I mean, you know, you have custody and now you want to sue. And um, they want to sue... Um, for punitive damages. They want to sue for anything that they can sue for. And coming from the law background, the law world or whatever, it's called the deep pocket rule. You want to sue whoever has the deepest pocket. So you want to sue everybody. You're suing every Tiffany, every whoever, whoever. I want to, I just want to get a check. How much money can make you feel better about um, if you thought that you were um, essayed? Is there a dollar amount for your, right. um, that can ever make you feel better? No. So that's why I always say like, people just be out for the money and and if they were listening to you know we're not being disrespectful to you we're just telling you what we see now maybe when a lawsuit comes out or maybe when another video comes out and we can see that you were they really told you to sexually moan as a 14 year old girl um and you know you know performing fellatio on a, a sub sandwich which i'm like what kind of sub sandwich is that like you know i'm in my mind but i just always think that people when people start to get money i always think if they didn't make it right well Aries spears really to me, I mean, I mean, he's made it for some people, but I guess Tiffany Haddish, to me, her name is more, you know, well-known. If they didn't make it, right, would they be sewing? If they were broke, would they be sewing? So according to um, what Tiffany Haddish's attorney, Andrew Brettler, said, he said that uh, the plaintiff mother, Triza Morris, has been trying to assert these bogus claims against Ms. Haddish for several years. Mm -hmm. And what they said was, was that every time it would go before the court, it would get dismissed. Or every time it would go before the court, the lawyers would end up dropping it because they said it was frivolous. That's what they said. That's what was happening in the past. So now she has an attorney that is basically saying, I'm not going to drop this. I don't care what anybody says. We're going full force with this whole entire lawsuit now because we have these videos and we have proof. And I also think that it's also, it also has a lot to do with the lens of today compared to the lens of before, right? 
the lens of today because we're very heightened, we're very, we're, we're hypersensitive. We are 100,001% me too. Everything has turned into what we deem as appropriate compared to what we say is inappropriate, right? So now because we're in this heightened situation of we just watched R. Kelly, Harvey Weinstein, Let's not forget the countless others, because there's another one that was from Nickelodeon. I forgot his name. I watched his video yesterday that they've been trying to get charges pressed against him for years, and they still haven't been able to do so because they said that he was acting very inappropriate with the children on those uh, Nickelodeon sets. There also is, there seems to be a, a video out of a skit that um, even The Rock did some years ago saying that he created a, a time machine, a... a uh, pedophile time machine or whatever the heck that thing was. Um, I watched this video yesterday. Uh, my friend Karima, she sent it to me. I said, a lot of this stuff has been going on for a very long time, but we're finding ourselves to be selectively outraged about Tiffany Haddish. And I question why. And maybe it's because we have a lack of information. Maybe it's because a lot of us already didn't like her because a, lo a lot of commentary I saw was a lot of us saying, I didn't like her anyway, and this just proves why I never liked her, because she's just weird. Black people don't like black, other Black people. Post-traumatic slave disorder is real. When Black people, like, why don't you like Tiffany Haddish? People, what, what, is she, what has she done that you wouldn't like her? You know what I mean? Like, oh, she's not funny. Okay, well, you didn't think she's funny, but what has she done to make you not like her? I, you know, I've seen her, um, you know, they, they made a big deal out of her being... Um, at like a game, and someone was like, Tiffany, 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 isn't that what Screaming her name or whatever. She turned around like, Samantha, Samantha, Samantha. You see how it feels or whatever? She's human. She's allowed to do that. When Whitney Houston did it, it was funny. You know what I mean? I'm eating. I'm eating. It was funny. Now Tiffany did it. Oh, I can't stand her. They just want people to be so readily accessible at, at their every beck and call, every, you know, every drop and dime. And it's, um. Here's, Vanessa, here's what I want to understand is, I want to understand exactly what was wrong with the kids participating in a skit that was to raise awareness. If you watch Law & Order SVU, there are kids playing a role of being raped, of being molested, of being sex trafficked. No one has an issue with SVU. No one has an issue with ER when that was on TV, when you would see the rape victims being children being brought into the ER to have a rape kit tested on them. No one has an issue with Chicago PD. No one has an issue with a CSI. No one, but because this is a low budget skit, where, what, what is the problem? Like, what is the problem? Like, it's something that we said, we saw how many TV shows did we see? New York Undercover, they did shows on children being molested by family members. What, what are we upset about? Are we upset because this was a low budget uh, PSA where you can kind of see the comedic flair in it, right? Like Kay said, a lot of the times what we do is we laugh at our pain, although we're talking about a very serious issue we might laugh, we might joke, we might make it. And it's not even that we're laughing. We're just, we're trying to lighten it, but allow the message to still hit. Which it hits because how many comedians have gotten on stage? I've heard it numerous times 
Like um, everybody in the family got that weird uncle that your mother tell you to stay away from. You know what I mean? They fade in a funny way, but it's not funny because everybody in the family does have that weird uncle. I know and I had that's that what uncle. they were showing, that weird uncle that everybody should stay away from. That's that weird, exactly. So everybody's talking uncle. about it. They show the weird uncle, you know, they show Tiffany's part is like, you know, she said, I'm just, you know, I was disgusted that I was in it. Why? It's so many mothers that are like you right now today that are dropping their kids off right now, right when we're talking to be able to go to the club or I want to go to happy hour. And they risk their child's, uh, their their health, their, you know, for them being essayed. You know, I have, you know, friends that, um, and I always tell people, I always, like, it's people have, are red flags to me, right? I know a guy that started dating a girl. She had five children and she lived in a one bedroom. I mean, she lived in a one room. Like, she lived in a room. That was it. She had a room and she lived in a room house in a room with her five kids. And that she has, she's like, this is my new boyfriend. He's a red flag to me. Why do we be with so a woman? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, like, I don't yeah. understand. How are y'all dating? This is your boyfriend. You just met him and he moves into the rooming house with you. I know it's a lot of homosexuals. They need a place to stay, but not at that point of <laughs> where I'm going. I need a man so bad. You know, it's so many women that will be three months, four months, five months pregnant and have a new boyfriend. How? How? Like, I don't wow. understand why you can't just let it rest, let that box rest a little while. So you have that baby. And then like, you know, so you're, you're you mean you're meet a new man when you're three, four months pregnant because the other one didn't work out. Or it was a one night stand or whatever. And now you're having sex with somebody else that desires you pregnant and you're not even pregnant with their child. It's those to me, those are, I don't, I don't know. People like that are weird to me. So I don't, you know, whenever I see a man that doesn't have any children and they, they meet a woman with like eight or nine kids and they are like, yeah, this, this is the one. Hmm? Oh, you go ahead out. I watch the kids. No, mm -mm. no, I ain't no. My kids. Mm -mm. no, no. Mm -mm. So I don't understand. Like you said, because it was low budget, why? because it played R. Kelly. We all know that R. Kelly was a perv, right? So that they were playing that music to make it funny. You know, she was trying to be funny when she was like, uh, I need to go to the post. Like just making up any lie. That's what the comedy was supposed to hit, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to post office. He's like, it's 10 o'clock at night. She's like, I'm going to the 24-hour post office, you know? That's where the little comedy was, but it was a very serious message. And um, like I said, at the very end, it's like, watch who you leave your kids with. <laughs> like, cause this is not funny. Like, watch who you leave your kids with. And when people don't see that and they're like, oh, we don't have to see it to understand it. Yes, you do. A lot of people need to see it to understand how many people it's happened to. I know so many yeah. little boys that, you know, so many boys that have been touched by men, women, whoever. Whoever. But, um, yeah, whoever. Because some of these women do it too. Some, oh, yeah. some of y'all leave y'all kids with, with, with your so-called girlfriends and your girlfriends is teaching your sons how to eat the box. Listen, it happens. I and had a that, friend that started getting molested at six. His father would take him to women's houses or whatever and and um, he was like, oh, I, I you know, was breastfeeding for the like, like he, but he was six on other women. And I was like, what? And he said, you know, he didn't tell his mother until he got older when he was grown. His mother was like disgusted with his father. And he didn't understand why, because he's a man. Like, oh, I was, I was, he was six and he was suckling on, you know, grown women. Like, no, no, no. 
And these grown women, you're a pedophile for looking at a six-year-old that way and allowing a six-year-old. Or even allowing it. Like, I don't care if my man said, let my son know. No, absolutely not. What is you talking about? Like, I know, I know somebody who that happened to. His mother was, you know, leaving with the friends and, 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 and the mother was okay with it. And the mother was like, I mean, she made you into a man. And the friend was literally having sex with a non-teenage boy. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that's every, that's like everyday America. And my, my, you know, I was talking to two guys or whatever. They were cousins. They were like, yeah, my, one of their mother's friends used to act drunk. Like she would pass out and they were like nine and 10 and they would get up and take, um, take turns on her. And, um, he was like, they was like, she wasn't really drunk or asleep, but she knew what was going on and she would do it like all the time. So that's where they got their first experience. And we wonder why somebody's mom was old drunk ass, excuse me, drunk friend, um, you know. On and the couch. Wonder, right. And they wonder where the over-sexualization of children really started. But, you know, and and that's to your point. I get it. You said Tiffany's comment made it work. And it does because her her comment, that's why I said she probably needed a real PR person and she should have just shut up. She should have just shut up until her lawyers wrote a statement for her to post as an official statement from Tiffany Haddish because her statement made no sense. Now, it's not that they made the skit funny because it, it wasn't meant if you really watch the full skit in its entirety, it wasn't meant to be funny, but it was a way because they are two comedians. I do not believe that they sat like Kay said, I don't believe that they sat there and just filmed filmed this whole thing in one shot of him glaring at a child. No, I know. I, I know they didn't. I'm right. an editor and a filmmaker, so I can just tell by the way that it was cut. Um, that it wasn't it wasn't set like that. It was edited very well. Whoever edited it, it was very well. But then the person that edited it, they they didn't have a problem with it, because the person who edited who edited had to watch all all of that. And, and you have to watch it, and you have to merge, and you have to cut at certain points, and you have to like get the exact thing. You have to put you have to overlay the music, and the music wasn't playing throughout the thing, and you you know. All of that is a part of the editing, the magic of editing. I love editing. Like I love being a filmmaker because um, if you watch a film all the way through, I could have filmed the last scene first and the first scene last and the middle scene. Like you just don't know when people are filming what you know what. It, you know, sometimes as an independent filmmaker, you can kind of tell. Um, you know, if the if it took the project took longer because it might be the summer and then it ends in the, in the winter and you're like, wait, they just had one. If you're really paying attention, like we do. Um, as a filmmaker, you don't get to watch things anymore for enjoyment, which really sucks. Um, you just watch for like, oh, I want to see that shot or I want to see how that was done or, you know what I mean? Like that. And you're like, oh, so when I watch that, I'm like, okay, this was edited. Um, they're like, all right, Aerie, stare at the camera, put the newspaper up, hold it up, hold it a little up here. Okay, down here. Okay, we're going to shoot this. Okay, we're going to shoot like this. Okay, the camera is directly in front of you. He's not looking at the little boy. The camera is directly in front of you. The, the shots were... Um, we call head on shots. It was shots like this. So it's like, all right, Ari, right here, right here. Look right here, right here. Okay, more, you know, uh, more glaring, more whatever. So it's a director that's behind it. So who was directing it? Did, you know, that's why when Tiffany took, I was pulling up her statement, like you said, like when Tiffany was taken, you know, was she the director? Like, did she film it or was she the DP? DP is director of photography for mm -hmm. those that don't know. Um, the person that actually like filmed it, like who filmed it? Like it, it just, it, it doesn't, it has to make it, make it make sense. Like a lot of people to me, they over um, do certain things and they don't, they underdo other things. Like they, you know, they overdo certain things. I was even thinking about an episode of um, SVU when um, the guy was, uh, you know, touching the kids. And I mean, he was in the train station and he was rubbing the boys back. And so what, nobody's outraged by that? Like, 
Why? Because the little boy was in underwear. They never showed, they showed like the back of him playing. So they just called it a tasteless skit. It was tasteless. It was tasteless. It was. It's, it's, it's true life America. For the little boy right now that could be watching and listening that was molested by his uncle, we're sorry that you were hurt. To the little girl right now that was molested, we're sorry that you were hurt. To our little girls inside of us that have been molested, we're sorry that we were hurt. You know what I mean? It's nothing that we can do about it now but raise awareness. But to speak on her, her, she says, I know people have a bunch of questions. I get it. I'm right there with you. Right there with what, Tiffany? I'm getting. Unfortunately, because there's an ongoing legal case, there's very little that I can say right now. But clearly, while the sketch was intended to be comedic, it wasn't funny at all. And I deeply regret having agreed to act in it. See? She just said she acted in it. So you... Okay. Um, I really look forward to being able to share a lot more about the situation as soon as I can. Okay, so let's 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 just talk, let's just dissect what she said, right? Mm -hmm. She agreed to act in it. Number one, a lot of times when people write skits, um, you can just know what the basis is about, but you might not know how it's going to be filmed or how it's going to be shot. Again, Tiffany could was possibly not even in a room when those scenes were shot because remember she was dropping her son off every time or running out of the scene. Did you stand and watch the scene going like, yeah, that's the shot right there. You get that. Like, who knows? We don't know. It could have just been her, you know, because the, the young Jane Doe said that her and her brother were separated. I'm trying to figure out why she was on set if she wasn't filming. Um, is that why you were separated? We don't have other kids on set with other kids because kids tend to get into trouble with each other. So we don't ever have two kids together. It's always an adult. So where was the mother? You know what I mean? Like, um, did she trust Tiffany enough to leave her son? Did she not read the skit? Did she sign a contract? Like, because it was a low budget skit and it was done so long ago, did they have the right documentation in place? Um, is that why it keeps being thrown out of court? Because, um, you know, you sign for your child to do this, you know what I mean? To be his pictures to be used in this way, you know? Did they get paid for it? Is the fact that they didn't get paid for it? It was taken down. Like, it's so many questions. But again, she can't, so-called can't answer, you know? But I just feel like, again, everything is about money. And people are like, oh, you know you can get paid for that. 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 It's annoying to me at this point, you know, especially being a filmmaker. And um, and when I, like I did my live, um, when I interviewed uh, for my second book, Me Is Me, um, so you know, just a sidebar for those that don't know, I'm an author. Um, I have seven books. And when I wrote my first book, I based it on um, two best friends um, that's been through everything. And then um, one one of them ends up going to jail. And so when she gets to jail, um, she meets a girl that's gay in jail. And so the girl is telling her story from jail, which I actually had met a young lady that shared her story with me. Um, never would say her name anyway, but you know, she shared her story of why she was gay and everybody is gay for their own reasons. Right. And she was saying that her mother's boyfriend, um, would, uh, you know, sexually assault her, um, all the time. And, um, she had really long hair, like really long hair. And when she was little, um, she was, she didn't know how to tell her mother. She's like nine. She had these real long pigtails and she cut them off. She wanted to look like a boy. And I wrote, I, I wrote that, I wrote like her story, you know, it wasn't her story cause she's not in jail, she's free. But I wrote her story as the basis of what happened to this girl. She, she cut her hair off, her pigtails off at the thing. I'm like, oh my God, you black, being a black girl with long hair, you know what I mean? You, like that's a big deal, right? And she cut her hair off and she said, why'd you cut your hair off? And she refused to wear dresses. And her grandmother was like, um, you need to wear dresses. You know, little girls need to wear dresses. And she said she refused to wear them to where she would, um, when her grandmother would make her wear them, she would put, 
put her knees together and um, they would uh, have uh, burns. Cause she was like, I got to sit with my legs closed so, so tight all the time. Anywhere she went, she had to do that. And so she found herself hating men. That was her, her, her way in. And then um, she found her way into liking women. And um, she said that she stopped. I mean, that what ended up happening with her, which was a true story when she went to college, you know, a lot of people are, I don't know if I could say trisexual, but they're, you know, when they get to college and, um, Try, try things out. Yeah, try things out, but in the dark. You know what I mean? It was done in the dark. Mm -hmm. You don't know. And uh, she was um, an AG. Again, I don't know the, the new terms. Please don't kill me if I say the terms wrong. But at the time when I was interviewing her, she told me that she was an AG, which, which was an aggressor. And she said, um, and she called me crying. I was like, you crying? Because I, I was like, you you were supposed to be the aggressor. Like, you know, it was like I was like trying to like joke with her. And she was like, no, I'm just saying like, I'm just tired of these um, these girls like just using me at nighttime and then when they see me in the campus on daytime they don't know me so basically they would let her do things to them at night and enjoy it and, and then in the daytime they would be with their men on campus and she would be like hurt and i was like i told you to stop messing with straight girls that want to just see what, a, a, what it's like being with a female because you know that you you only like females so get with a female that only likes females stop thinking that you have the magic stick or whatever it is to make these women leave these men alone. They're not, you know what I mean? And then they were younger and in college and she was like 19 at the time. So I'm like, they're not even, and this was years ago. So now they're more open to come out at that age. But I was like, they're not even like, if they already not come out the closet, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? They're not, they're not doing that. So you have to, you have to, you have to accept who you are and how you are and have to get somebody that loves you for you. That wants to go into the, she's like, you know, see him in the cast and, you know, uh, going to like a, a you know, HBCU. Because I remember going to Howard and, you know, you come into the cast, you with your peoples, whatever you see, couples. She wanted to be able to hold her girl, you know, like a girl's hand. Everybody was like, everybody was like what? You don't get out of here. But she right, had braids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And at night, and she was like, you know, she would go get her hair braided at certain girls' rooms and then things would go down. And then you go home and then they'd be with a man the next day and they're looking at you like, what? 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 And don't say nothing. Yeah. So, you know, I said all I have to say, are people going to be calling me? Um, like, oh my gosh, she's a pedophile. She wrote about pedophilia. I wrote about somebody's story. So the basis of the books, they're all scripts now. You know what I mean? So we want to turn the books into movies. So will people be saying that about me? Did people say that about Lee Daniels when, you know, in Precious, when, um, you know, her mother was telling her to come make her feel good? Or is it only because they were using words and not actually showing Precious making her mother feel good? But you got this innuendo. Yeah. She had to go upstairs and make her mother feel good. Mm -hmm. And anybody who read the book in which it came from, the book was very explicit. The book was even more explicit. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, so when people think that about, uh, you know, I don't know. I forgot the author's name. I apologize. The person who wrote the book, um, Lee Daniels just did the film, but it's another person that wrote the book. And our book was so hard to read because remember it was written in, in precious was, language. So it was yeah. like, she, yeah, it was really hard to read when it was I understood it you know what I, I mean? read it. it was bad I mean we read it for my book club years ago it was years ago before the movie came out and I remember going to see the movie <laughs> and I remember going to see the movie in um in Scotch Plains because me and my sister were the only two black people in the movie theater and we were cracking up right impressions <laughs> is not a comedy at all it is when she snatched that chick that bucket of chicken was running we were screaming laughing hollering right they were like they were disgusted with us. When her that mother was threw a that funny TV part. at home, they was like, oh! <laughs> like, because we know, like, this could happen in my house. Like, I remember my grandmother taking the, 
the uh the curtain rod down and beating you know beating my uncle with it like when he was getting fresh like bending the curtain rod or whatever like i remember him closing the door in her face and her coming through the door with a broom like that stuff is funny to us like people oh my god it's traumatizing it's oh my god he's toxic and you know everything for these kids now is toxic and uh, you know oh toxic, my god triggering yeah it doesn't none of it triggered me it made me who i am today i always tell people you know, I was watching a video of a little of the man that was acting like he was spanking his daughter and hitting the floor, and the little girl was screaming. He wasn't even hitting her; he was hitting the floor. Spat, spat, spat! I told you not to, and she was screaming her head off. And it was like funny because she wasn't even getting hit, right? But just the fear of hearing a belt feared her enough or whatever. And people were like, oh my god, the child abuse. I'm like, oh my god, I used to really get hit with one. Like, could you imagine? You guys really thought I got abused? I got hit with extension cords, like. You know, I just don't. I, I feel like it made me a better person. I was, you know, hard headed, and it that helped me to listen. Okay, graduated top of my class for those that didn't know. Gave a commencement speech and everything. Okay, my father whooping my behind helped me. Okay, I don't know about nobody else, but it, they helped me. So, you know, it's like you, you don't even want to make content anymore because it's like everything. Everyone is a gets offended. Everybody gets offended. Everything is a problem. Everything is sensitive. Like I said, we are in a very hype. I have to watch how I post on anything because we're in a hypersensitive environment to where anything and everything can get you fired. Don't let people know where you work. Don't let people know this and the third, because at the end of the day, people won't have your job. If you post something, if you say something that they don't agree with, that they feel is wrong. And I think that's why Tiffany made that statement. She made that statement unbeknownst to her, which was very damaging. But you made a statement too fast because in your mind, oh my God, these people are about to cancel me. No, exactly. they can't. They can't cancel if you uncancelable. That listen, let me Baby, say this. You know that's listen. my whole name on TikTok. Cancel culture. You cannot cancel me. I cancel myself. I'm gonna say what I want and do what I want to say, whatever. And I'm, as long as I'm respectful, I'm always gonna call out a racist. I'm not. And, and those people, and I'm telling you, that's a whole nother world on TikTok. Having like fifty thousand followers and all of that, that's another world. And people. Um, I even have to watch how I post, how I move, and and and, and like, let's be know. real. TikTok is very censoring, so they censor. Oh yeah, you know everything. It's not here. They censor everything. Anything that that's black people say, um, they steal all of our trends. I just can't wait till it's a, a a lawsuit against them, a class action suit that they they're working on because they they censor all the black creators. Um, like when Ellen used to have all the TikTokers on and was dancing. I mean, like sidebars what we were talking about, but you know. Um, they were not the creators. Come to find out they were all created by black people. And it's just that the white people went um, viral posting these people dances and the people that made them up didn't even get any credit for them. And it's like, it, it's it's actually sickening almost. It's one that's going around now. It's a, a young girl, a young black girl did a trend in a yellow dress, like looking for her ex-boyfriend. And she's dancing everywhere around. Like I'm looking, when you go to your, your ex-boyfriend's um, you know, uh, you heard he, he was getting a slice of pizza and she dancing in his yellow dress. So they like, it's like the girl in the yellow dress. Now here comes this white girl in the yellow dress. Like, oh girl, I'm helping you look for him. No, 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 no. Because now she's doing a dance that the black girl is doing. Like I'm helping you look for him. He ain't at my house and like looking in the cars, but people think that she started this trend now because mm -hmm. white people always want to have more followers than the black people because that's what it is. And people that are speaking up on injustices and things like that, no, we always get censored. If you if somebody says something racist to me and I say something back, clap back or get my lick back, I'm I got a community violation. Yep. You know, I've already lost like four pages because I'm never gonna not say something back. So 
you know, that's and that I think part. That's but... the problem. Like, and and that's what I'm. That's why I say we're we're in a culture that is hypersensitive. Everything is sensitive. You can't. We can't say this. We can't say that because if we say it, hence this video that was not comedic. Yes, did it have a light flare to it? Probably to take the edge off of what we were watching. But could you really take the edge off if you understand the content? No, because this shit was hard anyway. I don't care. How, I don't. I don't care what R. Kelly song you play. I don't care how you know. Although the eyes were like luring, but it was more like a. It was like a like a cartoonish type luring. Like it was like yeah, because he had the black circles in his eyes. The yeah, yeah. And the, the typical pervert uncle that we all know. If we don't know when we know in the family, and I know that that's not even only a black thing because it's so funny that you was just watching SVU. And it was an episode of um, a lady who had dementia and she had broken to this house and they were like, and she was like, itsy and bitsy. And they were, she was, she, she, she had, she was going back to when she was a kid and her mother's brother, her uncle had came to stay with them and she was, um, he was um, molesting them. And so, um, so it happens. And, and, and she was like, um, she was like, I was the other girl was like, I was not allowed to play at Bitsy's house. They called us Itsy and Bitsy. And, and they were, and she was older, but she had dementia. And she, only thing that she can remember is she used to go down the street and go into this window. And this new, this couple was like, who the hell's coming through our window? Like who broke in our house? And, um, cause she's like, she's like 80 now, you know what I mean? But she was going back in her mind to when she was six. And that's where she used to go for safety to run from her perverted uncle. So, and this was white people, this wasn't black people. So it happens every, like every race USA. I don't know, this weird video yesterday on TikTok of these um, uh, Islamic men twerking. That's weird. I mean, sidebar, but I was like, I, you know, that's what, to me, that's one culture, right? That they don't, they don't, they don't go away from, they culture. you know, like they, they don't, uh-uh, you know, we go to church, wherever people let stuff slide. You know, they let stuff slide. Like, it's in Islam, I, I was like, I have to send, I was like, what? I, so I, I I put it in my story. I said, I need my I need my Muslim people to tell me what's going on here. I couldn't believe it. So I was like, is this like a bad movie? But it was like, you know how they, you know, like how they almost like Hajj with all these Muslim men in a room. And it was, they was twerking. They had, the, uh, I was like, what is going on? I, 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 I was like, I felt like I felt when I watched the Tiffany Haddish video, like, oh my God. What's going on here? Like I, 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 you know, I feel appalled because I, I would never expect that from them. Do I not think that there are gay Muslim men? Yes, I actually yes. do think it is, and I know some of them. And I'm talking about ones that are even from. I'm, I'm not talking about. These are not black Islamics. So let me just no, be they, more clear. Right. This is over in. I don't know where they are, so I won't. But they over there. I won't be it. They're, in a, they're, they're not here. They're um, maybe Arab. I don't know, so I won't say what kind of. I will say that the the original Muslims, like they, when they're not black Muslims, and so I'm like watching that, and then I remember, um, you know, watching this guy that was, uh, you know, Muslim, um, from over there, and he was gay, and he like committed, uh, unalived, you know, I don't know words you could say here, but on TikTok we had to say unalived, and so he unalived himself because he couldn't be who he wanted to be, and his his family, um, didn't even do right by his body or anything because they said he was ashamed or shame. Yeah, he brought shame to the family. And I'm like, so that's one, they don't, they don't like deviate. So when I seen that, I was like, what is this? I couldn't, I was like so shocked. I was like, why I could I couldn't even watch the whole thing. It was like 30 seconds. I couldn't even watch it. I was like, I would never think I would see 
Muslim men with the with the you know with the uh the head scarves, you know, the, the things wrapped on like, when they go out and, and you know out and um Birkin. Yeah, yes, they, they had those on. Oh, they call the burger for the men too. You know, when the men put the you know the scarves on or whatever. Yeah. I would never think I would see those men twerking. I was like, they were like bent over twerking. I was like, okay, this is going too far. So they and then so so a Muslim commented and was like, these are the last and evil days. That's Ooh. how you know. Like this is not this is very unacceptable or whatever. And I'm like, it's it's sad to say, but it's kind of good to see because they only think that like church people or you know. We're the only ones, please. And we ain't everybody doing. People are tired of these rigid rules, right? And they're tired of the social constraints of the rules, right? That's a social constraint. And, and it's also a cultural constraint. And a lot of these things that are cultural and social constraints, we've made into faith-based constraints that literally just keep people all types of confused and bottled up. And next thing you know, this is why you got people twerking now. And uh that's why you got all the church people mad at Beyonce's song, uh, Church Girls. I ain't even, I ain't even gonna lie. I haven't heard this song yet. I know, I know. And I, and like, it's not like I don't do a ride out every morning. I gotta listen to, you know, I go to work so early in the morning. Um, I have to listen to like King Von and them to get me like, I gotta get like that in the morning. But I, I know that's I heard, right. I heard somebody saying like, she's a demon. What is this? What is she? I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna listen to it right now. We hang up. I wanna hear what is she saying? That's so bad. Twerking, shot it for your. I don't know what the hell she's saying. I don't even care. You know, something about a church girl twerking. They do. Yeah, and they do. But what? You know, we will sidebar forever in a day. But that all ties into this culture of hypersensitivity. Everything is trying to get on my nerves. So that's why I be like, I'm like, I hate it here. Like, I really do. I like like when people could say what they wanted to say and kind of like just and nobody got offended. Yeah. And like you know what it is? It's that everybody is allowed to have an opinion, right? Like um, you know, my 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 number one thing um is I, I do I no longer will ever support support always products because they removed the Venus symbol because a trans woman yes. um, you know, said she didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like trans women, do they use tampon? Do they use pads? No, because so you don't get a period. Yeah, so why are, why, why do you, you even care? The Venus symbol was a part of me becoming a woman when I was 12 years old and we were learning about our bodies and the boys went one class and the girls went another class. And we were like, you're going to have this great experience. Like, you know, you're going to have, you're going to have your shedding for like, what? Like, what? Like, I never forget, like, you it know, wasn't that great, like learning but, okay. that in school. Yeah. And the boys went one class, learned about their testicles dropping, their voices changing. And we went in another room and we learned about our periods and the Venus symbol was like the main thing. And so for them to remove that, it's like they were moving a part of our womanhood. And I don't have a problem with trans women. I know and I have a lot of trans women friends and I respect them. And it's like, I, you know, I talked to my gay friends about it and they were like, we can't even sometimes get down with their movements because it don't it doesn't make sense to them. So it's like that's a whole other topic for another day. But it's just like in, in general, like I would never. Well, I hope they're not one of your sponsors. Um, and if they are, you're sponsoring her. You wouldn't be sponsoring K Brown because I would never. I use real. Shout out to real. Shout oh, you use real. real? Yeah. Okay. Shout out to real with the super pads is the ones that. Super soaker pad. Sorry, y'all. Listen, they, life, listen. Life be life in and it, like that's okay. I might have to switch over because life be life in. Listen, real super, and then they have um ultra girl, and you can't find ultra tampons nowhere. I went to four stores and had to end up ordering them online. Um, 
in a box of like, it was like $80 for like the big box of them. And I was like, cause they, they had these new, everybody, everybody is eating, everybody is eating this food that has all these steroids in it. That's causing us to bleed heavier. So yeah. everybody needs ultra tampons because the super is not enough. Super plus is not enough. And you need ultra and back to the topic because I will go all the way, you know, maybe like you said, we will sidebar all night or whatever. And that's okay. But it's real. And like, like we said, all of this ties into hypersensitivity. It does. And I, I mean, Always I, I can't wait never change we gotta go, culture. Mm -hmm. We got to talk about, I mean, we both got to go watch what Aerie Spears said and then just make a follow-up post to what he's talking about because I guess he said he's talking out about it. I just seen like when I looked it up, it was like, Aerie Spears spoke out an hour ago. I'm like, oh my goodness, but we were getting on. So we got to yeah, see he, what he was um, talking about because I'm like, you know, I'm not a, like, you know, I'm not a fan of his um, anyway. Yeah. I don't think he's funny. Uh, but I don't, you know, I don't hate him. Like, do your thing. You know what I mean? But I don't, he don't make me, he don't, I don't, you know, I don't, mm -mm. I mean, yeah. if I'm honest, I don't feel Tiffany Haddish is that damn funny, right? No, but I that also, I think she was funny in Girl Trip. I think she was funny yeah, in Girl Yeah, that, that's my movie. But other than that, I'm like, but I'm not going to hate a person. And I'm also not going to jump on a bandwagon against the person when I watched everything and I say to myself, self, I've watched much harder things on TV. There is something I gotta, uh, I'm gonna send it to you and then you can post about it. I can't think of the clip or even what the name of them was something on Netflix. And they were like, I don't know what I just watched, but if you go to Netflix, it's some show and they like go to episode three, the 35 minute mark. And they were like, tell me what you just watched. It's, it's something that's so out of the loop. So one of my girlfriends, they, they want you to blind react to it. So I didn't do the blind reaction, but I saw her face and I was like, I don't even want to know what it is, but I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to let y'all know what it is. And then, cause it has to be something that's, that that's like, they, they want you to blind react to it. Cause they were like, what is the world coming to? Like, get, get me off this place. So I don't know what, what these people are doing in this, in this movie, but it's like, if, if you're not being, um, you know, if it, if you, if you notice, if, even if you look at like commercial, when you say hypersensitive, like, you know, I see why sometimes white supremacists get so mad. Every commercial now, if you really peep it, um, it's always an interracial couple. Yeah. The guy was making dinner for his black girlfriend and he made, made spaghetti. And then it's always interracial couples. I'm like, if you show two black, if you show a black woman and a black man, it's not okay. If you show a white woman and a white man, it's not okay. It's got to either be interracial couples, gay couples, whatever. And I don't have nothing against gay people, interracial couples, or anything, but. Is, is there anything wrong with just showing a black couple, like black love anymore? Like it's always has to be something like added in to everybody's not going to fit in every narrative. Like, right. Like, um, you know, uh, we don't have children, you know, um, may my daughter may rest in peace or whatever, but as of right now I have children. So, um, we, you know, people can say happy mothers. Well, people always say happy mother's day to me because on paper I was a mom, right. My daughter has a birth certificate, a certificate but like meaning like you know like to go out and celebrate mother's day no it's nothing for me to celebrate my daughter's not here so but are we going to like boycott it because we no are we going to boycott father's day because we're not fathers no are we going to boycott children's day remember children's day for, because we're not children mm -hmm. anymore? no like no are we going to boycott boycott valentine's day because if you don't if you're not in love no like so it's like sure not these these things that people want to boycott or you know, one person will say it and it's like the world is scared. That's why I like, you know, I don't I don't respect what Chick-fil-A stands for Um, when they talk about, you know, you know how they don't agree with homosexuality. Of, of course, I'm a thousand percent against that, but I respect how they stand for what they stand for and they're not bending.
You know what I mean? Um, like, nah. Mm -mm. And then when I see that gay people work there, when I go there, I see Chick-fil-A and they, I'm like, you know what they stand for. Like, they be like, they ain't not beat. Like, and they not opening on Sundays. I, I respect that. Like, they old school. I respect that. I respect any business that doesn't open on Thanksgiving Day, right? Uh, um, Because that's those days used to be sacred. You couldn't find no store open on Thanksgiving when we was little. No store open on Christmas Day. Nope. Yeah, like thanks Thanksgiving every year you could sometimes because people would run out of milk, like whatever. But for the most, like Christmas, that was like a sacred day. And I don't even, you know, I don't even have family. I live by myself. I don't. That's it. I don't even celebrate Christmas. But I still think it's a sacred day, even that's the day that I just rest, a day of rest or whatever, not a day to be out. And then I'm always feeling sorry for the people in the stores. And then people are always like, what about the people that want to go to work because they want to make that double time? And I'm like, I get it. We all need money, but we always need a day of rest. And then when you look back over your life, will you say, I wish I took that day off. Or I wish I spent right. that day with my family. You know what I mean? When, when I'm dealing with, uh, you know, when, you know, my best friend just dying or whatever, like if I look back and was like, oh, I could have spent time with him, which I always did would I, I would have felt guilty if he invited me to something. I'm like, nah, I'm going to go get this double time. You know, sometimes you're going to get it, but I'm not going to get it every time. I'm going to, you yeah. know, sometimes I'm going to make a sacrifice to spend time with my friends and my family. So, you know. Listen, that, I am I am notorious for that. If I need a day off because someone... Uh... Yeah, you know it. and But, you know, it, it, I just, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, you know, like you just said, Tiffany, I, I never really thought she was funny, but I didn't really want to verbalize it. Cause I wanted to, you know, I wanted, I wanted to cheer another black woman on, you know what I mean? Like I am, I don't like, <laughs> go ahead, y'all listening, go ahead and give me that. I'm not a fan of the shy. I do not like the shy. I think it's corny. I think it gives me soul food vibes. I'm like, it's just, I have no connection to anybody on the shy. I don't care if they, I don't care anything about them. I feel like they try to make the kids way too grown with these there's 15 16 years old 17 years old they have these grown people issues you know what i mean losing kids and um you know want to be emancipated and all of this and that like you know grown it's just, they just have too many grown people issues and i know it's a lot of kids out here that do but i just don't you know it's just yeah it's just it's just i don't know it's just i don't i don't like the writing i don't i don't particularly like lena wait and i'm not hating on her i'm a, I'm a black writer she's a black writer so I, I don't speak ill of her or whatever i wish her all the best but you know, everybody loves Issa Rae. I love, I like Issa Rae's writing better. Like I like Issa Rae's uh, stuff better. That's just, it's just what it is, you know. And they both have, you know, their own styles. But we just like who we like. You know what I mean? And we're gonna like what shows. And there's we nothing like. wrong with that, right? Like there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. But I just feel like when we jump on a bandwagon of this level of cancellation, and especially when something is a little off. We should be able to tell when something is just off. But are if, they just canceling Tiffany or both of them? Well, it seems to me, I don't know what you've seen, but it seems to me like people are more angry with Tiffany than they are with Aries. Hmm. Right? Because all the commentary that I'm seeing is geared towards her. It's not geared towards him. But and is it because he's always been very... Um, controversial rough around the edges and, right. and say whatever he wants to say and, you know, and is it because she's more mainstream now and she's more widely accepted how many times was she on ellen how many times was he on ellen not mm -hmm. one 
right? So when you think about it, it's like, okay, am I against the mainstream person because she's more mainstream? She's she's more of the person that we have been um, accustomed to than him. That's what it seems like. So it's like, okay, yeah, he spoke out, but we're we're running with Tiffany's statement. She said it was supposed to be comedic, so therefore it's comedic, and I don't feel like there's anything funny about that. I mean, did did she write it? Like, you know what I mean? I don't. I can't even really like figure out who wrote the skit, who filmed the skit. It's so much that goes into filmmaking. I don't care even when it's these little skits in people's houses, right? It's so much that goes into it. You have a DP, somebody that's filming it, right? They're making sure that everything is matching up. You have sometimes you have a sound guy, right? A person that's doing the sound. You have this, you have that. Um, you know all these people, and then you have your shoot time. So her shoot time, you know, they could have shot all three of her scenes, you know, her holding a little boy, her with the tub, a little boy, and her, like, leaving out three scenes. She could have been done for the day, right? That could have been it. And she could have left. That's the magic of editing. Yep. And then the then they, they're filming a little boy. It could have been nobody in the room, but the little boy. They could have said, just, just play around with, with the with the, with, play with, around with with the, the train. Yeah, Go around with, in the yeah. circle. Yeah. No butt cheeks out, nothing showing, like, nothing. like a little pair of swim shorts. I mean, we, we know it was underwear, but swim shorts or whatever. Kids do commercials and tidy whities all the time, whatever. So it's kind of like, um, those are all the questions that have to be answered. But I guess being that Tiffany opened her mouth, um, you know, you know. So let me ask you this in closing. Um, would you prefer to be mainstream and have to apologize all the time? Would you prefer to be like Aries and just do what you do and um, be who you want to be? Aries. My preference would be to be Aries. Let me do what I do. Let me do it unapologetically. Let me do it authentically. And let me deal with whatever I need to deal with. But let me be me. You know what I'm saying? Because if I offend someone, I I'm not above apologizing. Not but above at this age that we're at now, the things that we do, we mean them. You know what I mean? I don't know how Tiffany had, I think, what is it, she ain't 40? Like, she's not a kid, so, like, she didn't do that in her 20s. And that's what I'm always scared of. And I'm just, in closing, like, I'm always scared. I don't know what I used to write on Twitter, right? And these people know how to. These people might come back. Right. back. I'm telling you, when I make it, because it's coming, right, they're going to be pulling up my old Twitter. I'm like, I, I said it, and I was 21. Like, what's, like, what, and? Like, you know what I mean? But and I'm not going to lie and say I haven't been on the bandwagon. Like the young man that was killed by his white girlfriend that was talking bad about black women, saying he wanted a white girl. Peace and all that. Hey, Donnie. Donnie, uh, say good evening, everybody. Hey, 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 everybody. But, well, Donnie, you late because we leaving. Because you know your sister's <laughs> going to be at, at seven, but I stayed up just to talk to you. He I said that, he, um, he, put in, um, he put in parentheses, yelling, yelling, says. Uh-huh. He yelling. He you should have been, yeah, he should have been on. I mean, it would have been really good to hear. I heard you talking to the one young lady that seems to have a different viewpoint, but it seems like she didn't see it. So it really would have been good to have somebody on that was totally against our viewpoint. But I think once, because I had people on my page, I was like, I can't even watch the whole thing. I'm like, did you, it was that, like, it was that daunting, daunting. I mean, but I think people that it was so daunting to where they couldn't really watch the whole thing, it might have happened to them. It might be too reminiscent for you, and I get it. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to watch it either. You know, my. Because I watched it, my face. I was like, oh. Yeah, but I was like, I just gotta watch the whole thing because I'm doing a show on it. Yeah. I, I was right? like, like, mm. and, and and the R. Kelly and the top. Right. And I'm like, mm. 
and then I'm seeing a mother and I'm like, eh, okay, I'm waiting for this part, right? I'm waiting for what the world is upset about. I'm like, I mean, I was waiting for that too because I kept watching. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. Maybe I turned my head for two seconds at him rubbing the baby little on his shoulder. Right. I, I did. I had to. I couldn't watch that part because I was like, this. What the? Because so, then it was like it was like. Let me not reenact this shit. Never mind. I'm not reenacting it. But I mean, that I, was the only part I seen him hold his foot up and put some water on his foot, like squirt a little. But I was like. The little boy was, I couldn't see if he was naked in the tub. All I saw was his foot. Again, that's all a part of, like, that's all a part of filmmaking. I can, you know, when people are having sex on film, they're, like, they're not having sex. They're simulating sex. It can, I make, mean, they, they can make it look very real, though. We can make it look very real. Okay? That's all I can tell you. We can make it look very real. Okay? I mean, that's a good editor. Yeah. That's their job. Yeah, exactly. If you're so nobody not a good editor, they, they met it. I want to know. I guess Ari Spears wrote. In my opinion, I think Ari Spears wrote it. He said, "Tiffany Ash, come on, you would be a great mother because you, you know." And, and Tiffany and, was like, "Oh, I got a friend. She got these two kids." Yeah, and I just met her, and they, and they, she went through a messy divorce, and they need to eat. And now the mother was messy anyway because she's trying to take everybody to court. You so busy suing some everybody, and now you done lost uh custody of your child. We need to talk about that. We need to find out why you lost yeah, custody of your child. Yeah, because Ronda's sister got custody of her son now. That, why are you 22 with a 14-year-old? Like, that ain't, that, the math ain't math, and then the mother's still alive. <laughs> with that, y'all, I have to bitch out here. Well, we all gotta go. Listen, y'all. Me and Kay, we just gave our own independent commentary on what we saw and our reaction to what we saw. Okay? We are not legal experts. A little bit. Kay is a filmmaker, so therefore she can definitely and my speak. Degree is in law, but okay. And I know, right? That's why I said we are not. And then I made the face like I am not. Kay I is. Think it's about money. You just gotta understand. You gotta understand all. I mean, the legal jargon of it. Like we don't have time to go over that. But if you read, no, if, you, yeah. if you look up the three lawsuits, if you look up what punitive is, um, it, uh, they were suing for three, um three they're, they're, you sue for three different um damages right so you sue for one that just like it's a punishable damage right we want them punished but i want money for them being punished right so i want a hundred thousand for that and then i want a million dollars um exemplary because you want to make an example out of them right for everybody and then punitive so, because yeah. of how it affected me for the rest of my yeah, life that's so punitive I want you to pay. compensatory it's a compensatory like they want to be compensated so listen it's like let me tell you something. It's all about deep pockets. They doing all that suing, all them different uh, uh, lawsuits, and it's not a dollar amount. I'm going to leave y'all with this. And um, my pastor said this. He said uh, it was a, 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 a guest preacher came to a, a church, and he saw a young lady with a tight skirt on or something like that. And he said to her, for $100, would you sleep with me? And um, she was like, no. He was like, how about for um, 100000 And she was like, yeah. And he was like, well, how about 10? And she was like, what you think I am? He was like, we've already established what you are. <laughs> Just how much does it cost? Okay. So we already know that y'all are doing this for the money. So your your uh, humanity and everything that you have done has a, a dollar amount on it. Because if it didn't, it would not be a lawsuit out here. Okay. It would just and, be raising awareness, not suing. And with that, good night, y'all. Good night. I'll call you tomorrow, sis. All right, girl. Love you, bye.